This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is sponsored by NordVPN, the virtual private network which allows fans to watch football games, films and TV shows that aren't available in your region. It even saves on travel costs, so if you're planning on travelling with the family or to watch the Amazon Europe, NordVPN allows you to purchase flights and hotels from different locations across the world and that will save you a few quid. Maybe you're a bit of a shady character, and whatever you're up to, you want to give yourself the best possible chance of not getting caught. Whatever the scenario, NordVPN provide high-level protection for your data and personal information wherever you are in the world, and boast the fastest virtual private network in the world, so no buffering and no lagging. So for less than a pint or a cup of coffee per month, you fans can watch all the games you want live from the comfort of your own sofa. Visit nordvpn.com forward slash West Way to get your exclusive discount plus four months free with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com forward slash West Way. You're listening to the West Way podcast with Dave and X. Oi, oi. Hello and welcome to the West Hamway podcast with myself Dave Walker, an XWHU employee. This week we catch up with Chesney Hawks and his son Indy to relive their time in Prague to include playing at the fan zone, how that compared to the World Cup, a terminally ill friend that was gifted a ticket, the celebration after the win and how they both feel about the season ahead before getting news from X and answering questions from Patreons of the West Hamway. Chez, I was going to introduce you as the one and only, and I was also going to ask if there actually is anyone else you'd rather be, but I'm better than that. Instead, I'm just going to say a big welcome back to the show, Chesney Hawks and his son, Indy Hawks. How are you, lads? Hey, boys. We're good. Oh, my God. We're top of the world, aren't we, mate? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard, but we're champions of Europe. <laughs> Do you know what? Someone did mention that. Someone yeah. did mention that. It wasn't oh, a dream, thing, was it? The other thing that I'm not sure if you heard, we're saying are massive. <laughs> it's never going to get boring either, is it? Now it's never going to get boring. Danny Dyer, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> and, Lu- and Lucas Pakatar's got a whole load of fucking cars. 
<laughs> what a whirlwind of a week yeah summed up quite nicely Ches. to be fair but um t- tell us about how you boys came to be in Prague because if it wasn't for the booking would you have been watching the game at home or, or did you always intend to be there anyway well, I mean, I was supposed to be in L.A. with my lovely wife, who may have forgotten what I looked like at that point. Um, but, of course, as it got closer and closer and closer, we were like, oh, no. And I've got Indy in my ear going, Dad, if we get to the final, we have to go. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to do it. You know, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with him, really. And uh, I've got my brother saying, uh, you're going to get tickets for Prague, then? What's, uh, are we doing this? <laughs> and because, so uh, I mean, it all came. It all stemmed from my my manager James, who who came through for us uh, with his negotiations with West Ham. Because uh, obviously, getting a ticket for that match was like it was like gold dust, wasn't it, boys? Yeah, <laughs> almost impossible. But because uh, because I was booked to to play the fan zone, we got a couple of tickets. Mm. So, uh, which I I've instantly gave to my mate Vic because I, I think I've told you about Vic, haven't I? That yes, my, that was going to yeah, be my... one of the questions actually. Yeah, because I think that's a beautiful story on your part, and I, I, I want to hear a more detailed answer when we get to that point. Okay, uh, but before we do, I think X, I think you want to touch more on the fan zone element of it because what an amazing feeling that must have been. That mate, I mean, what was it like playing at the fan zone? And were you nervous? Because I mean, I know you're the veteran of the old geek now, but um, obviously this was a this was a un- unique one for you. I'd imagine a different type of gig to what you're used to. So, did you and Indy and the rest of the crew get any uh, pre-match nerves, so to speak? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, you know, boys, I've been do- I've been doing these this for for thirty odd years now, and and I've played stadiums, arenas everything you know and i've never ever experienced anything like that i i, I can't you know i can't believe india at 17 has experienced what what, wow. what i just what i just happened <laughs> wow. you know with the 25000 sea of claret and blue and bubbles and confetti and and my mate vic he described it as walking out um in front of uh, 25000 family members so so yeah i mean it really was it f- f- yeah it was phenomenal i've never experienced uh, uh, an atmosphere quite like it and uh, and of course i walked straight on stage just just played one chord and went west ham oh my you know it was, it was, <laughs> uh, goosebumps between every song all i could hear was my brother on the, uh, from behind me and John's going irons <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess it was one of those was amazing where you really knew how to work the crowd like you literally yeah. knew exactly what to say at what time with this one I read the room, mate. I read the room. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. I read it right. Yeah. And at one point, I was talking about Deckers, and uh, and uh, I, was, I just sat at the, the piano, and I was like, "Please don't go." Oh, that is amazing. And and do you know what? Like Indy, for you, as your dad said, to be a seventeen-year-old and to have done that, that will live with you for the rest of your life. I mean, surely you must have had some pre-match nerves from your perspective. And how much did you enjoy that in front of West Ham fans? Because that's incredible to be a part of. I mean, already is the best experience of my life. Really? I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah. It was just so unbelievable. I'm so glad I got to share that with, you know, family. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Indy, my greatest achievement at 17 was beating my mates on FIFA 97 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> in, in comparison, that's quite an achievement. So, yeah. <laughs> 
Do you know? Do you know we had um, we had Chris Skull on the show recently? Oh yeah, yeah. He and as you rightfully say, I think we had close to twenty five thousand fans at the fan zone at West Ham's fan zone. But as you may or may not know, Fiorentina also had a fan zone, and I don't know if you know this, but do you know how many Fiorentina fans attended the Fiorentina fan zone? I absolutely, I wouldn't even know to guess. I mean, you know, if I was to guess, they're a big club, you know. Um, I would say, you know, maybe they had 10,000 there. Well, word round the campfire from decent sources via Chris is they had less than 100 people turn up to their fan zone. No. What Which actually hell? doesn't, It do, I mean, it's shocking, but it actually doesn't surprise me that much because I don't think I really ever saw many Fiorentina fans. It was just a no. sea of West Ham wherever we went. Absolutely took it over. Which was yeah, unbelievable. So true. Walking around the uh, the streets of Prague, we said we were there a couple of days before. I don't know if you were, boys, but like we 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 literally didn't see any Fiorentina, and it was just claret and blue everywhere you went. You know, yeah, was, absolutely. Yeah. Talking about the fan zone, how did playing there compare to playing at the World Cup? Because obviously that's a massive stage as well, Ches. Well, very different in as much as well. I mean, obviously, big big football fans, uh, a big football fan. So I, you know, I'm, I was proud to be there for, uh, to support England. But there's something more kind of like family, uh, you know, with West Ham. Um, it's it's my tribe. You know what I mean? So yeah, we're yeah. all we're all England supporters, aren't we? Obviously, we all want mm. England to do well. Um, but West Ham's it, it's just they're my people, you know. And and so yeah. there's there's the difference. We all have the same kind of sense of humour. Uh, we got we all know we've got a, like a shorthand, you know what I mean? It's like we speak yeah. the same language. Um, and it just, uh, it was just so special um, that, you know, and of course we won it. So <laughs> there's the difference. Well. <laughs> we fucking won it. <laughs> and do you know what? Being West Ham fans, it's not supposed to end that way, is it? No. Like who wrote the script no. this time? Because we're not used to that ending. You know what I mean? I, Unbelievable. I've been ill ever since, mate. No, I'm not exactly that, that script writer. <laughs> It's yeah. killed X. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I've been ill since. Like, I've been, I've been, you know, summer bugs. I've lost my voice. I've had temperatures. And I don't think West Ham winning is not good for my health. Mate. Thank God we don't. Thank God we do it every forty years. I think I'm your like, body's in shock, mate. Your body's in shock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> so oh. let's let's talk, talk to us about your friend, Big oh, Mike. It. So obviously he's a very a very close friend of yours, and um, and 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 what did you do for him whilst you're in Prague? The fan zone, West Ham literally gave me two tickets. Um, and my mate Vic, who a couple of years ago was diagnosed with terminal um, lung cancer. And he's he's an old school friend and, and, and literally, I, we love him. He's family, you know. Um, it's a, a huge shot for us all. Um, uh, but But one of the things we have in common is West Ham. Um, so whenever we get to, to games, or you guys have met, I know Dave, you haven't, haven't you, but X has met Dave. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, uh, man, so, yeah. you know, he, we have that in common and he's, he, he's got his, his son up. Yeah, he's a top man. He really is. And, and his, his son Archie is also a massive West Ham fan. Or of course, he wouldn't be able to live in, uh, Vic's house if that wasn't the case. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, I gave, I gave those two tickets to, to, to Vic and Arch. Um, just because wow. that, uh, you know, that moment together and, uh, and I, w- I wanted him there cause we were going to be there anyway. We're going to, I'm going to be playing the fan zone. So I was like, listen, I- I'm happy. We're happy to watch it at the fan zone. I want you and Arch to have these tickets, you know? Um, 
So that was kind of the the, the first the first thing. Um, and when, funnily enough, when Vic turned up, like the, it it was like slightly waterlogged on uh, the ground and the stuff. And it was a bit kind of we were a bit down in the camp because we thought, oh, maybe maybe no one's going to turn up. And it was circulating around on social media with the all the, with the West Ham fans that you know it's waterlogged and I wouldn't bother coming down and all that kind of stuff. You know, mm. but as soon as Vic turned up, the sun came out. Everyone started pouring into the fan zone. Wow. And everything looked up and I got him on stage and he sung bubbles with, for the crowd. And basically I said to the crowd, I was like, I want to bring my Bezzy mate up here who's uh, going through a tough time health wise at the moment. Um, and he loves West Ham and, uh, I want him to feel the love that I feel. And, and he walked down stage with a fuck cancer t shirt on. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> and everyone just loved him, man. And they just, they yeah. just, you can't help but love him. And he just walked out the front and went, Irons. And, you know, they, they, <laughs> I love that. They just like, I love you that. know, call and response, as it were. And so we sung Bubbles. And, um, and at the end of it, he was just going off, he was just walking off. And, and then he turned around and he said, I just want to say something. And the crowd just kind of went quiet. It was like, it, it kind of, there was a lull to the crowd. They were really wanted to hear what Vic was going to say. And he just had this amazing moment, you know, it all went quiet. And he goes, I ate cancer more than I ate Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Oh, what a man. What and the crowd just erupted, you know, and he loved it. And he walked off, dropped the mic, and that was it. <laughs> oh, man, that's unbelievable. What a moment for him as well. So so did you actually get to get inside the stadium, or was, was that it? At that point, we didn't know. We we thought no. we were going to be watching um, with the rest of the bands and, you know, at the, at the fan zone. Um, but uh, the West Ham girls um, that were looking after us at the fan zone had that amazing news as we came off stage. We were, we were oh, in wow. euphoric anyway, and we're all like hugging and saying, that was the best gig ever, and I can't believe it, you know. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, would you like the good news? <laughs> we were like, oh, there's wow. more? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we all oh. managed to have tickets. So the five of us, me and Indy and my brother Jody and Vic and Arch, and we all sat together. Uh, you know, it was, and we were just above uh, the the West Ham uh, players' families. So whenever they came right down into that corner, that was us. We were right there. It was amazing. Oh, that is incredible. And you know what? I know tickets were going for a lot of money to those that were selling it. I know flights absolutely catapulted through the roof if it was yeah, booked yeah. last minute. But you can't put a price on that experience. Your experience, our experience, Indy's experience. Everyone else that was there, it's just one of those priceless moments in life, especially for Vic. I mean, that is absolutely incredible. And this is going to be a hard question for you boys to answer, right? So now you're there, you're in the stadium. Try and describe your kind of emotions before, during and after that final. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 
24 7 365 days of the year let's all take a moment to talk more than football oh go on indy i'm gonna let you start with that one mate. <laughs> well, uh, well the thing is i haven't been a west ham fan as long as he has so it's gonna be because i'm old different. <laughs> 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 but um, it's um i mean before i was just i was buzzing i was so excited especially after the gig as well it was amazing and you know being with Vic and Archie, Uncle Bod, you. It's, yeah. I mean, it was just having the best time, best time ever. And then I just, I remember, oh, bloody hell. I, I remember <laughs> as soon as that Bowen goal, as soon as he scored, as soon as it went in, I just bawled. I bawled my eyes out. I couldn't help yeah. but cry. Yeah. My, like, I've, I've, there's pictures of just my face drenched in tears. <laughs> and I'm like, I've just read all over. A big old smile, though. Big old smile. Yeah. That, that, yeah. smile that smile went on to like six in the morning when I was eating pizza with Uncle Bod and Vic. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> That's great. See, for me, when we, when we got into the stadium... Um, we couldn't believe we were in. It was one because you know those. It was those tickets were like uh, uh, geo location um, activation, weren't they? So we kept looking and thinking, "That's ah, not going to work. It's not going to work. It, it can't, it can't, it can't work." And then when we got there and, it all, and we're all inside the stadium, we all just hugged and jumping up and down like we can't believe we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then and then when the players first came out, when Deck came out and he was punching the air and jumping six foot in the air, like you could tell he was really up for it. You know, and it was like, yeah. "Wow, this is something else." You know. And, and we were in the in the stadium two hours before, and it was like it, it was almost full. You never get that, do you? We're, you know, yeah, coming out, almost True. full, and all West Ham fans, all is singing. Uh, you know, ten more years, Declan Rice, and you know, Bowen's on fire, and uh, all that, and uh, that the atmosphere was just electric, wasn't it? And I, I was. Mm-hmm. I was excited, nervous. Uh, I met this bloke at the front, yeah, uh, because you know everyone kind of is getting to know that I'm a West Ham fan now. So I'm kind of, you know, uh, everyone wants to come to say hello. So yeah. there was a bloke in front who was like this kind of hard, kind of East End guy, and he met me at the beginning. He was like, "Oh, Chesney, nice to meet you, mate." Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then at the end, at the end, when that final whistle went, he was crying in my yeah. shoulder, and he made my shoulder wet. You know, I was like, "Let it out, mate. Come on, let it out." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had one of them in the form of Dave Walker. Dave, oh, <laughs> yeah. I bet we were all crying. I'm not ashamed yeah. to admit yeah. it. No, 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 no. I was definitely one of them. I mean, I was mate, honestly, in, ter- in terms of percentages, I would say that 90% of West Ham fans were, were crying at that moment. It just meant so, so much to us all, didn't it? It was Everything. just such a such a magical moment. And well, as, as Dave said, such a great experience to have been there as well. Mm. Yeah, we're, we're you know we're we're one of the, we are four of the lucky ones, aren't we? That we were actually yeah. there in the yeah. stadium and got to experience yeah. a once in a generation, um, you know, trophy win from West Ham. It was yeah, exactly, amazing. exactly, mate. I mean, in, Indy mentioned there that he was having pizza at six a.m. and stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming you didn't eat pizza for six hours solid. What did you do straight after the game <laughs> in terms of celebrations and stuff? <laughs> I don't. Remember, you don't remember <laughs> when I got <laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> he was too drunk. No, he wasn't. I said, Bad dad, bad dad. No, I, uh, I did let him have a little cheeky beer, boys. I have to say, um, <laughs> no, I uh, I tell you what happened. Well, for the first hour and a half, two hours, we sat and just watched the chaos unfold in front of us, yeah, you know, with, with all the players and you know, and and Antonio like 
running around with his kids and throwing glitter at him and stuff and and you know bowing at the front there with his brother and and uh Pakatar walking in front of Rice while he's doing an interview and uh uh you know the whole 10 more years Declan Rice thing with 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 uh with Decker's like filming them and crying and just I mean all of that we just sat and watched in awe and just I was yeah just incredible. soaked it up just soak the whole thing up, you know, until until it was done, you know. And we're like, okay, I guess we should leave now, or can we just stay? One more bit, one more bit, We got physically sucked out, don't we? we've had beers together, boys. You know, there's always one more when we're. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, mate. But, Absolutely. But by, when we came out of the stadium, just to uh, answer that question, we came out of the yeah. stadium and we kind of went the other way from all the fans that the fans were going and. And Indy found a little pub and uh, it, on his phone, you know, he's like, oh, let's go there. So we went and found this pub. Getting good at and this game, mate. You've trained him well. Yeah, you started him early. <laughs> <laughs> but we got in there and there was no football fans at all. It was like this kind of local pub, you know, where you walk in and the, and you hear the kind of rip, rip of the needle, for, you know, and everyone turns around. Tumbleweed, <laughs> yeah. Tumbleweed. They looked at us and were like, oh, shit, we've got some football hooligans here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we just, we just had a couple of beers there and, uh, let, let the, and just kind of debriefed, you know, and we all talked about how how we all felt and and uh, and 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 suddenly it was six in the morning pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's adrenaline at that point, isn't it? I mean, the adrenaline just just carries you through. I mean, I I, I didn't get any sleep until uh, well until the next night. I was like deformed up on the plane. Next would tell you, and X had late one as well. And and we were the same. We were celebrating with a few lads at the hotel, and it was just uh, it's just such a special night. But when did you boys? come back from Prague because it leads to the question, did you go to the winner's parade? Because it didn't really give us much notice. Did they? A lot of us were still out there. No, wasn't it because Ben Rahm was getting married? Uh, or... Fournals. Oh, yeah, Fournals. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, so that's why. No, so we were actually in Prague that day. Uh, we stayed the extra day. And, uh, you know, we, we just kind of soaked it up. And it was a beautiful day as well. And we were walking around, a couple of beers. And, of course, I don't know why, but it, it, I had every single media outlet in the country wanted to talk to me. <laughs> that, that, so, <laughs> so I was doing, like, I was propping my phone up, because I, on, on, you know, on my beer, on my beer glasses, like, and, and doing, <laughs> doing, like, you know, Ben Shepherd and uh, doing ITV and, and BBC and uh, Sky Sport. <laughs> Like, so yeah. there's a lot of that going on. Um, but it was it was kind of like the hardcore, uh, you know, West Ham base is still there and everyone's still having a great time and uh, just just lapping it up, you know, as you say, running on adrenaline, really. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Um, I actually can um, say that you were the one and only was played at the, um, the parade. I got down there myself, so you were there in spirit. So thank you for that. Oh, I love it! I love it. Look, some of the some of the West Ham fans have started adopting Irons, the one and only. <laughs> <laughs> Very that's, good. That's what we sung yeah. at the at the uh, fan at the fan zone. So we're like, all right, every game you get that Irons. Oh, <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> so, how do you feel? How do you feel about next season? Obviously, that it's an interesting one because last season, for the majority of it, seemed like it was going to be a disappointment, and then obviously we won the trophy. Um, at, at the, in the last game, so it now feels like it's been a euphoric season. So it's actually quite a hard one to sort of judge. But next season, what do you guys sort of think will will be the outcome? How are we going to do? So we've got the Europa League to contend with this year as well. Yeah, I'm going to let Indy go here, being the right. West Ham 
specialist. So <laughs> next season, I think we need to start adapting life without rice, which is the mm. sad truth. I think yeah. we have to prepare for it. I think we have the possibility of having a really good season. Um, I'm honestly, I have no clue what's going to happen. No, I'm build that midfield around Pakatar, maybe. Yeah, mm. I mean he's a brilliant player, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. I, I think he's um, uh, you know a generational talent. To yeah, be honest with you, I, you know I saw that um, Newcastle were circling around him as well, weren't they? Oh. Yeah, he's not going. He's not going. Don't worry. Don't worry. He go Martin take then when you said that. Yeah, yeah. Almost as bad as Bowen being linked with Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, no, no, God, don't. But you're right, though. There, there is an air of mystery around next season, isn't there? Because yeah. this season was a strange one to yeah. to have really spent the majority of the season playing quite poorly, I think, and getting disappointing yeah. results and finishing 14th. That's poor by West Ham standards. But in, in true West Ham fashion, we've just become European champions in a season that we were panicking in. I mean, and we didn't even just... play very well. No, exactly. Exactly. So it is hard, isn't it? It's hard to to, to, to call next season. And actually, what, what leads into the next question, and you've touched on it, Indy, is... You know, as expected, all eyes are on Declan Rice and where his future lies. And I just want to get your thoughts on him leaving, potentially going to Arsenal, potentially going to Man City, or dare I say, if we don't get what we want for him, potentially staying at West Ham. I mean, how do you feel about it in general? What do you boys think the outcome will be? I don't think he's going to stay. I I, I think, you know, he, the boys should probably go. Um, um He's shown that he loves West Ham. He's going out in a, on a high for us. Um, he will always be a West Ham legend. Um, and who knows, maybe he'll come back and finish his career with us. You know, Maybe he'll go off and win some trophies and come back and finish his career uh, with us. But, mm. I mean, I mean, I think I speak for all West Ham fans. We, no one wants him to go to bloody Arsenal. No. You know, it's like that would really, it would upset most of us to see yeah. him in red. I don't think red's his colour. Um, <laughs> and, and honestly, I don't think it's the right move for him. I really nah. don't. I think, you know, nah. yes, they had a good season last year, but, you know, they're so arrogant about like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to win the Chimp Champions League next year. We're going to win the league next Ridiculous. year. No, no, you're not. No. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Even if you do have Rice, you have more of a chance if you do have the best mid- midfield player that England has, pro- you know, produced in, you know, years, decades. Um, I'd, I don't know about if you agree with this, Indy, but if he was going to go to another English club, I'd rather him go to City, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not any London club, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah I totally agree. Mm. I think yeah. it, it, it also depends on, you know, and X will be able to elaborate on this more, his personal circumstances, because if yeah, if he doesn't want to leave London because of his, his family and his child now, and he's obviously very close to his mum and dad, his brothers, then that does kind of play into it. But, you know, again, maybe I'm saying this with claret and blue tinted glasses, but I, I look at it and I think, you know, is there is there a world apart between West Ham and Arsenal. Like, is it that much of a humongous difference between the two clubs that would warrant him leaving iconic status and that relationship with West Ham fans and, and having just won a bloody trophy? Do you know what I mean? I think the one thing is Champions League football. Mm. Yeah, it seems to be. That's, that's yeah. the one thing he wants. That. Mm. But see, if he plays under Pep Guardiola, the, probably the greatest club manager of all time, um, that's a good move for him. You know, he's yeah. going to prove as a player he's gonna win trophies let's be honest he will it, it's almost like a, a you know foregone conclusion that city are gonna uh, you know win trophies next year and the following year and the following year um that's not the same for arsenal 
you know, and I think you're right, Dave. It's like, why? Why do you think, why do Arsenal fans think that, that, you know, that we're a lesser club to them? It's like, like it's, you know, it might be a little step up because they, you know, came second uh, this season, but I think it was a bit of a fluke, to be honest mm. with you. Mm. Uh, and, and you know, we were all holding on to that, that last little tiny hope that maybe he would stay if, if West Ham don't get what they want for him. Yeah. Come on, you're the, you're the expert in this one. Yeah, that, that will come in my section, mate. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, ah. people, like, people like the first section, they need to listen to that. <laughs> Fair enough, I'll be listening. I'll um, in. As you do every week, I know. <laughs> yeah, we, do. I, we both do, we both do. Yeah. Um, so, what's what's happening to you guys over the summer? The uh, the Kettle of Hawks, and the reason I call you a Kettle of Hawks is I've done my research, that is the collective noun. <laughs> that is the collective noun of Hawks. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so there Very you go, good, an education for us all. Um, what are you guys up to in the summer? I mean, what have you got gigs here in America, you in England, What what's your plans? Uh, for me, a bit of everywhere, to be honest. I'm obviously, I'm here in England at the moment, um, I've got a f- uh, bunch of like you know festivals, um, some gigs uh, over here. I've got some stuff in in Europe, and then I am going back to the states to go and uh, remind my wife what I look what I look like. So, yeah. And what about you, Indy? What's you? Your plans? Ah, uh, well, I'm finishing school in about a month. Then I'm going to head over to LA to go watch a bunch of reality TV with my mum. <laughs> that you sounds might, amazing. You might be in it now, such it is. the fame. <laughs> yeah, it's got a ring to it, isn't it? Reality, new reality show, The Kettle of Hawks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let, let's talk off air, mate. I've already start, started these plans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Indy, remember the little people when you get there, mate. That's all I'll say. Yeah. You're not little. Don't say that. Don't be silly. <laughs> Don't be silly. Certainly not in size. Massive. Massive. <laughs> oh that's superb um well as always Chez indy it's great speaking to you boys enjoy the summer and we look forward to speaking to you again soon yeah we'll, we'll catch a game together next season early next season let's do it the talksport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.